is going on, Rotor Grinders? Dean here at Dean7904. If you want to get all technical on me, it's actually 623 on the East Coast, 323 on the West Coast, 523 Tennessee time. Of course, of course, it was just time for the flagship show here at Rotor Grinders. It is called Grinders Live. It is sponsored by Fantasy Draft. And joining me today, it's one Bobby Fi. Bobby Firestone. Cool last name, by the way. You didn't have to shorten that. That's a fun name. What's up, Bobby? How's a how's a Wednesday treating you? Uh, that's pretty good. Thank you for the compliment on my last name. Uh, uh, I, it's, it's been pretty good. It's a it's a weird slate that I wonder why I'm playing like as much as I am on. Especially <laughs> just found out information that we kind of needed, but uh, but it's it went the way that I thought it would. So it's an interesting slate. Like there's this time of year in the NBA is you can look at it two ways. It can be incredibly frustrating and horrible, and you could have like just nights where you just literally have nothing returned from a ton of entries. But you also like there's just huge variance with lineups are going to run and uh for tournament players like me that's why i have like i've been having some great nights and i've been having some terrible nights and the terrible nights are not nearly as bad as, as bad as the great nights are good so this is like a slate where you should embrace variance and try and take some weird stances it's a small slate where it's gonna have pretty concentrated ownership and this time of year in the nba it's as we know the game the game is fluid so we want to figure out ways to exploit that and nicely done talk about that yeah, I'm a uh, look, man. I, I'm super excited about baseball, and I'm still. I don't want to say I'm going through the motions in basketball. I'm definitely playing tonight. I did. I did only no more research, but it's just gonna be so frustrating uh, as you know the last what ten days or so winds down, where you're just gonna get so many people ruled out for no particular reason or general soreness and yada yada yada. Uh, speaking of baseball, by the way, I do want to say tomorrow there is a show eleven o'clock in the morning. Wake up in the morning with baseball, uh, myself and Pepsi. I believe there's a later show on that, that day as well, too, to follow the night games, of course. Opening day baseball, a ton of early days, uh, early games going down. Myself and Pepsi, we're going to be debuting a new format for baseball. We're not necessarily going to be doing a, a half hour on pitchers. Uh, we feel like we, we're, it's a work in progress, but I think we're, we're kind of there as far as what we want to do. We're going to feature some of our premium stuff every single day, assuming uh, I'm technologically savvy enough to screen share. But uh, as far as the premium here at RG, we should mention – you know, the, the Enhanced Lineup HQ, Cheese's Million Dollar Musings, which is just the best article in the business. It's worth, the you know, getting RG Premium just for that. Uh, I was, I didn't have a chance to read it, but I was scrolling through his article. It's, dude, you better set out some time because there's a lot going on as far as, and it's not like evergreen. It's for that day, that slate only. It's, it's an awesome read. You get the expert rankings, Bobby, crunch time uh, with uh, not just the, you know, expert meansy or no it's not meansy actually that's basketball uh it's i think it's carney and cheese yeah i'm fairly certain uh, maybe jsu as well a combination platter of uh, various uh experts you get kevin ross weather which uh i bobby you could attest that's to it. worth it alone yeah tell the people about the weather as far as raw because that stuff's very important literally a game changer completely glad he's on our side and i don't know how i used to do it like it's amazing how many how much money i lost just on games being canceled alone <laughs> that i took shots on um and it hasn't happened nearly as much with roth like he's not it's not foolproof but like not not just that weather affects baseball so much it's like ridiculous and temperatures and everything and where wind's coming from like it just it's something that you need to pay attention to in baseball so it's it's really good i'm actually excited to get into this slate but i'm really looking forward to baseball starting Tomorrow. yeah it's not even just rain but it's also like humidity and, and things you know temperatures as well and i i know he was tinkering with a, a tool last year late late in the season basically uh, it basically pump out and tell you how many projected runs percentage wise more or less based upon the current weather and i would imagine that's perfected I, I'm, I'm assuming that's a thing uh if you guys are premium uh, subscribers 
Uh, ownership percentage, of course, is a thing. There's a new uh, tool that's going to give you – you're going to like this one, Bobby. Uh, stack ownership percentages. Are you aware of this concept? Like how much uh, a certain stack's going to be owned? Yes, I am aware of the concept. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I wasn't aware of this concept. Like that, that's a good idea <laughs> because uh, that matter. Of course, in, in tournaments, Bobby, I'm sure you know this. The people are. I'm not sure who's. Uh, maybe you have some people in, the, in chat that have played baseball before. But stacking is obviously a thing as well. Expert survey. There's a premium podcast that's just for uh, RG subscribers uh, that usually comes out like the night before, the morning of. You know, Cheese and Sammy and Andy and Nate. Uh, and there's and, and much, much more. There you go. There's my hard sell. That's what I, I couldn't think of anything else, but I'm sure there's other stuff. And I apologize if I forgot you. Uh, but yes, tomorrow morning, 11 o'clock, tune in and watch myself and Cheese as we break down the early slate. Uh, sad news. There's, we can't say like and subscribe. There's no YouTube. Uh, something happened. YouTube got a little funky with us. So it's just we're just going old school. Just the RG people. Uh, no YouTube chat to, to tell us, uh, you know, to say like, subscribe, the whole deal. OB, there's already BBP chatter right now in the, uh, in the RG chat. And that's when you know it's baseball season when people arguing BBP. That's my favorite conversation because there's no answer to that, I suppose. I mean, I guess there's no answer to anything really then. <laughs> like, what are we talking about there? Um, somebody, you need, uh, ten, you need a sample size of, of like 10,000 to get an answer. Not really. I mean, that's true. That's ridiculous. Like, that's, I was just summoning my inner Cardi. That's all. So shout out to Cardi. I know. I know. All right. Well, we got to get into the slate, don't we? Are we? At some point, are we supposed to talk about basketball stuff? I mean, yeah. But I want to get the plugs out of the way. We got 50 minutes. We got, the, we got five games. I got MLB the show, by the way. Excited. I, I don't, I'm not really a gamer, but like, I, I got the new PlayStation deal and I feel like I obligated to get this. So you ever play the video games? No, not so much. Not too much for the video games. No, when I was a kid, I did, but not anymore. What are you trying to say? I'm a child? No, I'm just saying that I just I just stop. I I still like like NBA Jam. That's about it. That's about all I do. <laughs> you are dating yourself, by the way. How do you feel about RBI baseball and like Mike Tyson's Punch Out? Oh, I loved Punch Out. <laughs> I absolutely love Punch Out. The day I figured out how to beat King Hippo was like one of my top seven days of my childhood. I don't know if it's I remember how cool it was. Like I was the only kid we knew who did it, and I was like, no one even. It was like I remember feeling like it was. That's probably close to what an athlete would feel like winning a championship. Because when you're that young, that's what it felt like to me. <laughs> well, the thing is, there was no internet to kind of jump on and say, "Well, how do I beat this guy?" And they could watch on the YouTube. And yeah, you have to figure it out on your own, or you have to have a friend that, uh, you know. All right, well, let's talk about the basketball. You're getting giddy, and I, I think it's a really, uh, really good tournament slate. It is going to be funky for sure. Three games of the five start right at the tip as far as 7 o'clock on the East Coast. And then it's basically a doubleheader. Washington Phoenix starts two hours after that. Two and a half hours after the initial tip as far as the, the 7 o'clock state, we have the Lakers in Utah, which should be a disaster. As far as the Lakers, their body parts, Tyson Chandler's out because he had the fish, not feeling particularly well. Josh Hart, he's still out with his knee. I don't think he's going to play a game the rest of the year. I don't know why they won't just rule him out. They want me to say his name every single time, but he's not going to play again. Uh, well, he's not playing tonight for sure. That's all we care about in DFS. Not tomorrow, not yesterday, tonight. Reggie Bullock's got that plantar fasciitis. He's questionable. Mike Muscala is questionable with his ankle. The Bulls, nobody's playing for the Bulls tonight. Zach Levine's out with a thigh. Laurie Markin, uh, he didn't play the second half last night because he was feeling ill. He's not going to play again tonight. He had the fish. Chris Dunn is still out with his back. Darren Collison actually back tonight. He is probable with his quad. Memphis, we just got this one before the show. Mike Conley has got a thigh. He's going to play with his thigh. Uh, Noah's still out with his knee. Boogie Cousins back from rest. Ariza's out with his groin. Tyler Johnson out with his knee. Josh Jackson out with his ankle. And 
Uh, did I mention LeBron? I guess I didn't write LeBron down. He's going to rest. He's going to chill tonight. Uh, back-to-back travel, Utah. Yeah, that's going to be a disaster as far as the Lakers. You want to dive in here and break it down game by game? Yeah, let's do it because uh, we, well, I want to point out that we got the Bulls starting lineup and it's completely different than what I think most people would have imagined. And that's kind of important to this whole slate. So that uh, they're not starting Archie tonight. Um, yeah, we had a conversation pre-show and you were talking about how, how you like Brandon Sampson as a, as a sneaky play and he might not be sneaky anymore because... Like, I figured he'd start. I didn't figure Blakeney would start. Um, that's interesting. Well, all they have is guards. I know. It's just weird that they would sit the the sort of the guy who they were running everything through last night. And then, I don't know, it's just kind of strange. They almost like rested him at the end of the game when it was a blowout. Like he was the first guy they sort of took off in that situation. Like, I don't know. It just feels a little weird. Um, I don't know. Let's, they're made by like, like, let's talk about maybe some other games first. So just because I think that just in case we hear anything, if there's, if there's a reason why they're not starting him, I, I really can't figure out what it would be. Cause he actually played well last night too. You're talking about Arciacano? Yeah. He's going to play plenty anyway. He's still going to play probably close to 30 I, minutes. I figure, but like, why would you not start? Like, it doesn't really, I'm trying to see if there's something that I'm missing here and I don't, I, I just haven't figured out what it is yet. So I guess we'll get back to it in a minute. I mean, the Bulls aren't like, they don't have any decisions to make. There's nothing, there's no good decisions. Like, does it matter? You see, they started the second half with last game and what was it? Markkanen didn't start to the second half because he was ill and they started with, uh, oh boy, now I'm forgetting. If only I had a tool. Yeah, they, no, they, start, they started with Samson in the second half. Is that who it was? Yeah, okay. Either him or TLC, but I'm pretty sure it was Samson. I thought it Nonetheless, was. Nonetheless, uh, first game on the slate is OKC at home versus Indiana, 217 and a half is the total. Uh, obviously not a particularly appealing game from a uh, total perspective, from a pace perspective. That's the sort of the nature of this slate. Uh, outside of, you know, we'll talk about Washington Phoenix, but the, good luck figuring out those rotations. That's going to be a lot of fun for sure. Uh, as far as Indiana OKC, now line of construction, Bobby, uh, a lot of the cheap guys in the Bulls are all guards, right? Mm-hmm. So it's weird because it's it's hard. If you're saving salary to spend up on a guy like Westbrook, it, it kind of is tricky because you're probably saving the salary most likely from Bulls. So this is why Paul George is going to have such a higher ownership percentage than Westbrook. Would you agree with that theory? Yeah. I also think it's probably like a better five guard night, maybe four guards, three center night or something on fantasy draft um, than most things. And that's the build you would go for. So, uh, okay. See, uh, how are you attacking the thunder? It's Westbrook or George. Like here's the hard part I'm having with George every time he's definitely hurt. Like, there's no question. I've watched this guy play. He still can put up 50-plus. He's going to. Like, but you can see there's something really wrong with him. Like, there's times where I've seen him, he just will, like, like he'll just collapse or he just won't, like, close out. Like, it's just unlike how he's been all year long. He just seems like a little I, – I don't know if fatigue is a part of it, but maybe a little bit. I don't know. Um, but I do think he's he's banged up. I still think he's a, a solid play. I think that Westbrook would, as usual, get the edge because we can sort of afford him no matter what. Like, um I think he's the priority and everyone else is just sort of there. Like I, Jeremy, Jeremy Grant, if you ended on him, I wouldn't think it's the worst thing in the world, but I certainly not someone I'm prioritizing. It's really just Westbrook from this game and George um, with a little bit of an edge to Westbrook. Yeah. A lot of it is, it depends on where you're shopping, right? Uh, I don't know if you try to make lineups today on Fandle, but it's a, it's a disaster as far as power forward. And you just kind of like, okay, I guess I'll play some body Portis. I guess I'll play some Jeremy Grant. Don't freak out about, you know, if you're watching the game long as far as Grant. Last time he was in foul trouble. That's the reason why, he, you know, it looks so bad, looks so wonky. Uh, he should bounce back and play his usual 30 minutes or so. Uh, but on a site like uh, Fantasy Draft, a site like DK, 
I, I don't think I need a I – mean, you, you throw Paul George at power forward, by the way. Uh, that, that, that's where you play him. Yeah, 100 million percent. Lineup construction is so, so important today. Uh, and we'll talk about the Bulls soon enough as well, too. But, like, uh, there's a couple guys where you, you can throw them in different spots as far as their, their guard slash forwards. Throw the guard slash forwards in the forward spots. You'll, you'll notice that as you're building because, uh, again, guard is just much, much stronger today. We'll talk about Lillard soon enough. Obviously, he just kind of jumps off the page as well, too. Uh, you kind of nod away with everybody else on OKC. Not a big fan of Adams necessarily. Ferguson, you know, minutes equal money, but he, he definitely defies that theory, obviously. Uh, Schroeder is just market price. He's whatever. Is that sort of where you're at? Like everybody else is take him or leave him. Yeah, I don't really see any reason you should be like, if you ended up completely stuck on a different site other than fantasy draft, probably, or even on fantasy draft with Schroeder or, or Adams, it's not the worst thing on this slate in the world. Like these guys are cheap enough and could, especially Adams, like could go off. Like, you know, I don't, I just don't like it. Like, I just don't, I'm not doing it, but I, you know, either of them are fine fillers and just like Grant to me. But Grant's a little bit a little bit higher up, I think, than the other two. Do you like anybody in the Pacers? I think that the play – I think there's upside in tournaments for Bogdanovich. Um, but I don't think I'm going to end up playing any Pacers. Like a lot of guys who I feel like are just fine, like assuming Collison's in, by the way, because that would change things a little bit. Um yeah, I, I I just don't feel like I love anything Bogdanovich in tournaments and and Miles Turner or that like I'm not gonna play that like it'd be Miles Turner or or Bogdanovich but I, I don't think I'm honestly gonna use either of them. Have you been watching chat? I'm just gonna keep an eye on it. I haven't really followed, but is is Mango talking about moving to Nashville? Is that what's going on here? I don't know. I don't know I if don't he's know. a free agent. He he's in the he's in New Jersey. I don't know if he he wants to give up those Seven Elevens. Like he has he loves that Seven Eleven pizza. <laughs> that, that that's what uh that's a good old slump buster yeah so uh t- maybe if we're catching it here late but man go if he's a uh, you know maybe he's on his way to nashville nashville's you know i just moved here less than a year ago or so uh you could attest you visited you could vouch for nashville right yeah i love nashville it's great and now man going saying i'm so lost i don't know what's going on in chat honestly i have no clue and i'm doing my best to keep up but uh multitasking can be tricky sometimes i suppose and yeah, um, you could play all these dudes in Indiana, but, like, nothing really jumps off the page as far as good matchups and all that. And, sure, like you said, you can get a hot shooting night from Bogdanovich where he goes, you know, 13 of 21. That absolutely can happen. Uh, Turner is whatever. I don't I don't need Miles Turner, but can he, you know, be the best dollar-for-dollar dollar center in the slate? I suppose he can. Uh, if he is, I'm probably going to lose. I don't really have much else to say about this game. It's, it's just whatever. It's there. There's five of them. I feel like we're supposed to talk about it. But, you know, I got nothing really here uh, that's worth saying. Yeah, I'm not going to play any Sabonis revenge narrative on this one. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, is it selective there? Revenge? They, liked, they liked him. I mean, these guys were all – it wasn't like there was a – it was for Paul George. Like, you know, it wasn't yeah. like any, any, any weird feelings there. Well, he was like the side piece, though. Oladipo was the main, the main course, right? Oh, no, 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 no. The people, I mean, people forget. Like, he was a lottery pick, and they were grooming him. They just didn't have any room for him. They had, they had Cantor and Adams. Where, how was he supposed to play? Well, Cantor's kind of terrible. But, that, yeah. Cantor, the, so, it's a very – that's a really weird conversation because there are times for five minutes in a game, anybody who can play 15 minutes, and for five of those minutes, they're the best player on the planet. <laughs> that's valuable for some NBA teams, and – Anyway, we'll get into Cantor later anyway. He's a, obviously a, 
one of the. Well, most- I mean, like as a real life player, not as a fantasy player. Obviously, I'm not saying yeah. offensively he's as good. Like he's playing in the wrong era. Like if he played in the '80s, he'd be like a legend. <laughs> serious. He was so would Hassan Whiteside, by the way. This guy, yeah, these guys who average 35 and 20. Like, what's going on? Like, that's the kind of stuff it would be looking like with those guys. But anyway, same uh, thing with Eric Favors, and same thing with uh, Greg Monroe. Actually, Greg Monroe is a really sad one. But yeah, anyway, we'll move on. You got to pick one, Rad Thad or Sabonis. Just, I guess, Sabonis. Yeah, not a lot of conviction, though, right? Nope. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm, I probably believe we'll end up with shares where I'm forced to play power forwards, and I have salary to do so, but I'm not thrilled about it. Uh, Golden State, Memphis, 219 is the total. Memphis is a 10-point dog here with, with uh, Connolly back. Uh, that means we can throw Dorsey and Wright to the side. Holiday as well, yes or no? So, um, I don't think it actually like like Holiday is a weird one. I don't know if it necessarily is all a crazy interest. Like it, like it hurts him all as much, but like uh, yeah, I guess everybody is definitely taken down enough to where I don't really want to play them, except for I really want to play Conley. Um, Conley has a great history against Golden State. He's always played really well against this team. Uh, I really think that he's just way too cheap for his upside and the fact that he's playing at all like they want to win games they need to get at least one place higher to be a favorite to be able to give their pick away this year so they don't have to give away a better pick in the future for a team that's obviously rebuilding um anyway so I think they go after this game I think Conley plays hard I think he plays a bunch of minutes if the game's close I love him I wish there was somebody else I would like to pair him with I wouldn't mind, like, if I was, wasn't was playing Conley, like, to take a shot on Dorsey in large field tournaments in case something really is acting up or just in case he gets run alongside of him, which is very possible with the way he's been playing. So, um, but really not all that into anybody else. I think that maybe a flyer on Parsons is okay. And, again, it's small slate, l- large field GPP stuff. But mostly it's it's Conley from the Memphis side for me. Yeah, I don't think people are going to play him uh, because we keep talking about all the quote-unquote value of this late Chicago guards. Uh, and, you know, if you want to spend up, you're going to spend up on a guy like Lillard. You're going to spend up on a guy like Westbrook. Uh, you know, at the guard position before, you'd spend up on Conley, I presume. And you know, we'll talk about the Warriors in a second. It's definitely on our side. Again, as, as five-game slates go, I think the Warriors will be mostly ignored as well, too. Uh, we talked about Dorsey. He's probably going to play, you know, 25-ish, maybe 30 minutes or so again. But the price is up, and the usage will be down with Conley there. Same deal with DeLon Wright. The price is up, and the usage will for sure be down. He still might play like 25, 30 minutes or so on holiday. It's another guy who might play 30 minutes, but he needs every single minute on that court because he's a dreadful uh, fantasy point better player. What about Jonas Valanciunas at center? Uh, you know, it's not a great center slate by any means. There's some guys out there that I like, and you know, I think Cantor is going to be particularly chalky. Uh, how do you feel about Jonas? Uh, fine, but not like – again, right, it's not beautiful tonight. I'm okay with it. Um, I think that, like, if you're – you know – these guys aren't going to have much ownership on the Golden State side, but the thing that's funny is like they never pay off. Like people still play them too much. Um, And I'd love to run it back if I was going to play like Conley and Jonas. Uh, I don't really want to just play them. And I guess that's that's okay. Um, I don't know. I I think that for me, it's mostly Conley and some Jonas, but most I'm not that into Jonas to be honest. You talk about running it back, but like Golden State currently tied with Denver as far as the Western conference best uh, best record. So Golden State still has something to play for uh, in theory, battling for that one spot. The tricky part as far as running it back at Golden State, everybody's playing. All the usuals are out there. Um, you know, they all kind of hurt each other to some degree. It's not a great matchup here against Memphis. 
again, five game slate, anything can happen, but there's no warrior I look at and says, yeah, that's the guy I want to play. They're all just sort of there and they're all probably going to get what they should get. And nobody's going to crush their value. And I don't feel like I need any of them <laughs> again, tournaments, uh, you know, one game sample size, anything can happen, but I, I'm not really on the warriors change my mind. I think it's just like a tournament thing and, you know, Durant getting 50 might be good enough. Like, and uh, Clay's cheap enough to where he's in play. Like, I just, there's no real prioritizing here. It's just hard. They're, these are not the optimum plays. I would say they're better tournament pivots, but they're all going to have enough ownerships where I'm really not even interested in doing that. So it's hard for me to talk about a team that I really won't be playing a lot of people from. Yeah, I was hoping we would differentiate in this because there, a lot of times we don't necessarily agree, but we agree that the Warriors are just sort of whatever. They're there. They have a 115 total, but they're all kind of priced where they should be priced, and nobody's going to really smash their asking price. And if you got to pick one amongst Curry, amongst Thompson, Durant, uh, you know, Green, Boogeyman Cousins, who's the guy? Because the guard is stronger, I would say probably Durant in general. Um, yeah, that's probably it. And, and I mean, the thing, the thing with Draymond is he's – I just say him because he's the cheapest, and there's – Definitely, like, wouldn't surprise me if anybody on this lineup scored 50 fantasy points or 45, and uh, that includes him. That's the, But really, again, it's just you're just – I'm just playing roulette. Apparently, we were having some potential feed issues as far as the audio. Hopefully, we're powering on through. Uh, Devin does say, our producer here in chat says, if you have audio issues, uh, there is an audio-only feed on the RG app. Uh, if it's not working for whatever reason on your end, if you're watching on the interwebs or something like that. But uh, – Hopefully it won't be an issue again. There's no, there's no YouTube today. Well, well hopefully, uh, hopefully it'll, it'll fix itself at some point. I don't know how this technology you're like in California and I'm on the East coast and we're talking, this is amazing. I guess phones work that way too. I'm just impressed by technology. That's all. This is the general across the board. You're impressed by technology. Shout out Alexander Graham Bell and Al Gore. <laughs> Shout out to technology. <laughs> what else? Technology. What else is worth talking about here in this game? Are we moving on? Um, I just think that this po the point spread is too low. Um, that's the only thing. So if you did like, I guess if you do want to run it back with one of those guys, just randomly play, pick one. Cause I don't know which one it's going to be, but usually Steph or Durant would be the, I guess the normal ones are Draymond cause he's cheap, but like, I, I just am throwing it out there because it's a small slate, but I do want to emphasize that I think Conley is one of the best plays on the slate. So you're saying if you're on the old, uh, sharp side app tonight, you got Memphis plus 10 over golden state. Yeah. I think I agree with that, actually. Let's move on. Let's talk about Portland and Chicago. Uh, this, again, uh, all these three games start at the same exact time, 8 o'clock on the East Coast. Uh, we did get the Chicago 215 total as far as the game. They were an eight-point dog. Uh, I didn't put Nurkic in the body parts. I assume people are aware he has a foot, and he's going to be out for a long time. Hopefully he gets better. It's a really gruesome injury, and uh, the old insult to injury, I don't know if you saw the ref kick him, too, which by accident, I presume, or stumbled yeah, on him. He, yeah. I presume. No, he didn't mean to kick him. Well, I don't know. Who knows what he – maybe he has a grudge. I, I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, we have the Bulls starting lineup. It's Shaq Harrison, Blakeney, Selden, Sampson, and Lopez. Man, Lopez, is, I mean, it's, it's so wild. We thought he was going to get bought out, but that never happened. Now he just keeps playing a ton of minutes. Uh, revenge game for Lopez, too. Uh, let's talk about these Bulls because there's a lot of, quote-unquote, Bulls value here. Uh, they have to play five dudes, unless you're doing the Hoosier steal. There's going to be five guys on the court at all times. Uh, they don't have a lot of bodies left, of course. They, they may have TLC on the bench, RG, RG on the bench as well. And it is the wildest thing. It's all guards. 
I, I think on Fanduel, like they have no like one center, no power forwards, no small forwards, like seven shooting guards, like one or two uh, point guards, whatever it is. It's just a, uh, it's just sort of wild. Uh, so how, we gotta, we gotta rank you. We gotta prioritize bulls. You have to make. You can't win today without at least one bull, right? Can I say that? Or is, I think I can say that, right? I think so. Maybe. I, I, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, you can. Like, it's it's weird how it worked the other night. Like, no, Tyler Dorsey went off, and nobody who won any tournament had him just because of lineup construction. Because you would have had to leave like three thousand on the table to optimize your lineup based on what happened that night. Um, but uh, I think that it's hard not. For, I'm having a hard time not playing three of them in most of my lineups, and they're all three except the only guy I'm not playing is is Raleigh Elkins. Um, I just, I just, is that you've seen a proof of life? That's a real person. You, you can confirm. You can pick him out of a lineup. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, saw. I can talk about Brandon Sampson, but I can't talk about Rally. I don't even know that guy. Alkin. I don't know. Guess what? Know. He's also a shooting guard. Just for just for fun, though, a shooting guard. Yeah, I mean, in all fairness, Wayne Selden can stretch and play the four. Harrison can play the three or the four, like against guys like Aminu and. Well, they have to. Rangy and switchy. They're not like they have guys with huge size that can beat them up down low. They're not going to play in that much of Leonard. They'll play some Collins, like, but they can match up with those guys. Those, those guys stay on the perimeter anyway. Enough. Okay, so let's prioritize Bulls. Who's the first guy that jumps off the page for you? Who's your favorite? Uh, I know you talked about Samson. I, I imagine he's not your favorite, but maybe your favorite tournament play. Uh, yeah, like I'm a little worried about the ownership rising on him just because Archie's out of the starting line. I don't know. I, I think it's going to. I never thought it was going to be accurate with the initial, obviously, projections, but we'll we'll see where he ends up ownership-wise. That'll have a lot to do with it. But uh, Blakeney makes a lot of sense. What worries me is yesterday I, I was watching the game and he was playing well, but he well he was so crazy aggressive um, that he took a couple bad shots and actually got pulled for it and actually was losing minutes to Samson in some of the sort of key-ish moments. Like the game wasn't out of hand at all. It was like a, a between a nine and 13, 14 point game. A lot of that third fourth quarter um anyway so it worries me a little bit with Blakeney but also the fact that he's starting tonight and that they're going to need offense like he's the better he's the most likely guy to be that aggressive of every player on their entire team um he's the most aggressive he took 15 shots last night in 21 minutes uh Blakeney is the play uh he's going to be mega chalk now that he's starting uh, the other obvious play is I don't is think he's gonna be mega chalk though. People most people don't know who he is, and it's not that much more for like people you've heard of. It's gonna change everything. Bla- Archie Diacono is gonna go from being chalk and it's gonna switch over to Blakeney. I'm telling you, it has to. It has Blake, to. I'm sorry, Blakeney or Samson. Did you say Samson or Blakeney? No, no, Blakeney, Blakeney. It's gonna go okay, higher. Okay, I'm sorry, I misheard you. My 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 bad. No, 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 no. They'll they'll go after Blakeney. Um by the way, Blakeney and Samson played in college together um with Ben Simmons so try and explain how that team like was one of the worst teams in the NCAA that year uh did they not make the tournament oh they weren't even close that's weird I don't follow college basketball but that's I I thought I remember something like that Simmons's team for whatever reason not make the tournament but the they had three eventual pros in that team yeah well I guess whatever we call Samson and Blakeney they're both (laughs) starting they're gonna be wearing the laundry says they're professional players Uh, yeah Samson played for the Rio Grande uh, Valley Vipers, of course, this season for the most part, uh, as well as the uh, the Windy City Bulls. <laughs> I pulled it up as know that Memphis, who's been able to compete with everyone, and Golden State, who's been sloppy and just got blown out at home by uh, Dallas, a bad Dallas team. Like, that's a 10-point spread at home for <laughs> Memphis. And here you have the Bulls, who are only eight-and-a-half underdogs to a Portland team. Well, I know Portland's beaten up, but like... Well, two of the three best players are not there. 
But Portland also has like eight other guys who are legitimate NBA players. Like everybody on their team belongs in an NBA roster. And actually most of them belong in the top seven. They actually have a really deep team. Myers Leonard? Myers Leonard would be in the top 10. <laughs> he could be in the top 10 of an NBA team, no problem. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, and, and how many are you willing to play in one lineup as far as Bulls? Are you willing to play up to five? Yeah, I think you can play five. I think you can play Lopez. Um, I think that especially, like, depending on how much you play Cantor, I think running both of those guys at center, there you go. There's your differentiator, you know what I mean? Um, on DraftKings, obviously, on, on Fantasy Draft, you can do whatever, you know, you can do it any which way. But, like, they're the same price, basically, on draft on Fantasy Draft. They are the same price. And Robin Lopez, like, could play significant minutes tonight. I also don't even mind Felicio as another pivot. Like, everybody in this game is in play, but the guys I'm prioritizing is probably the best that I do it that way. Would be Harrison, number one. Blakeney number two because of tournament. I'm only playing tournaments. I'm sorry. Uh, Selden number two. Blakeney number three. Uh, Samson number four. Lopez number five. Archie number six. But maybe I'll move Archie up if his ownership gets a little too low because he's still going to play minutes, right? Like they need. They have no bodies. Yeah, I think he's still going to play like at least 28 or so. Like I don't know if that's enough, but I think he should be fine. I get why they try to stagger him and Blakeney because they actually did. Archie did run a lot of the, the offense, that screen and roll with uh, with Lopez last night. And Blakeney sort of is a guy who sort of will ISO and go one on one. So it doesn't really suit their styles playing together. So I get not them not being in the same lineup, but it's just weird that Archie's not the one starting because I liked Blakeney as the low on off the bench pivot. And I just have a feeling the ownership's going to get high. Yeah. And like the this Lopez and Felicio, I, I mean, look, there's no reason. Lopez on a back-to-back, he's the one vet there, and it's certainly possible Lopez plays 30 minutes, but it wouldn't shock me if it kind of sort of reverses, and, you know, him and Felicio basically, they play all the, you know, the center minutes, and what if Lopez plays 22-23 and Felicio plays 27? Is that enough to consider him? I don't know. Um, Just kind of throwing it out there and sort of thinking, and, like, TLC is another guy at the bench he's going to grab, you know, 25 and 30 minutes as well, just not a really good fantasy, you know, he's... He's like the sixth option for me in Chicago with that. I'm, I'm not terribly excited about that. As far as Portland, uh, Cantor, of course, uh, did I see a note? Is that official that Cantor's going to draw the start? Because I was going to say it wouldn't surprise me if he does not start. It's because the way Stotts does his rotations, the way Stotts does his, uh, his lineups, like he would, it wouldn't surprise me if Leonard did the start, to be honest. But I, I, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I think I saw – I, I don't want to misquote, but I saw it was on the FanDuel app or something like that where Cantor is starting. Uh, I see Mango lurking in chat. Mango, you know, cancel the wedding and tell us what's going on. He's getting married in the chat, too. I'm not sure if you paid attention. It's good times. I'm moving to Nashville and trolling me. But, uh, okay, so according to the DK Live app, Cantor is going to draw the start. So can we trust the DK Live app? I, that's generally reliable? Generally is a good word. <laughs> I wasn't going to say definitively, for sure. Uh, and Vandal the other day, it was like a week or two ago, when they said, Joel Embiid is out like three minutes before lock and like four minutes after lock, he's in. Good job, Fandle. That did not work out well. I'm sure it was fun to be a Fandle rep that day for sure. Um, yeah, so let's say Cantor is starting. How many minutes does Cantor play? Anything over 20, and I'm okay, Like, but I would say 20. I'd say between 26 and 30. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 30 is a smash. I don't know if he gets to 30. It's possible though. Like I'm just, yes, I said, I said 26 to 30, like yeah, closer to 26, but that, I mean, they do have other bodies they can use. So the fact that he's starting, I think you should feel good about him. I think like if you're playing cash games, you're obviously playing him, right? Like you don't think about it. Um, is there a, are there pivots and a downfall? Yeah. But like 
is it worth it to bet on those pivots versus other value that's so much not I want to say more secured, but the minutes are so much more secured? I uh, I think I'm in favor of uh, I'm, I'm going to have some cancer for sure, but I'm probably have less than the field. He's going to be super popular, right? Yeah. And I think uh, Aiton is the way to go. Like as far as other centers, I like Aiton a ton, uh, and I think he's got a pretty reasonable price, positive matchup. You know, Bryant we'll talk about too, and I guess Javale's been great. The matchup's not good, obviously, and who knows what the Lakers are going to do. I want to get your insight as far as the Lakers because that's your team. Hopefully, you can break it down for me because I. I don't know. Like if he plays 30 minutes against anybody, JaVale should be awesome, uh, no matter how good or bad the matchup may, may be. Uh, and like you said, as far as the Portland side, there is, there's plenty of bodies. There's plenty of girth, despite the fact, uh, the fact they lost Nurkic. Uh, they got cancer. This game could certainly go smaller against Chicago and all their guards. You know, so, they, I mean, they have a meeting. Not really. Like, they're going to play Felicio or Lopez, and they might play both of them at the same time. Like, I don't think that's that's a realistic assessment. I guess, yeah. Well, I don't think they'll play both at the same time, but you're probably right. It'll probably be one of those hey, guys. I, th- I think you will see both of them at the same time at some point. For like okay. A, it, well, okay, let me put it this way. If they're getting killed on the boards or if there's, like, somebody in foul trip, like, two guys are in foul trouble, then you will definitely see them on the court at the same time. Nonetheless, I mean, they still have Collins. They still have Leonard. Uh, they still have other big dudes. Uh I, I just don't think Cantor plays 30 minutes. Uh, that, that's what I mean. He can't get there in 25 minutes. Like you said, you said 26 to 30. Uh, and it's possibly plays 24. Who knows? Uh, it's possibly just blow out Chicago. Uh, if you're pivoting away from Cantor on the Portland side, we should mention, kind of buried the lead as far as Lillard. Uh, if you kick off uh, McCollum, if you kick off Nurkic, Lillard averages 1.6 uh, uh, fantasy draft and DK points per minute. That's That's pretty awesome, right? That's really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lillard is a fantastic play. Uh, yes. I, I think that there's this weird thing going around where I keep hearing from different people that, oh, they're going to limit his – I'm like, what are they talking about? They're going to limit his minutes if they're blowing him out and, they, you know, they're going to sit him. Like, that's going to happen. But if they're not, like, they need to win these games. So you hope the game stays close. You play three or four bowls. You can run it back with both Lillard and Cantor, one of them. You could even run it back throw Harkless in the mix if you want to do a full-on game stack of seven-man. I'm completely with it. It makes sense. It's not going to be differentiating unless you throw in guys like Samson and Archie now who's going to be lower owned or TLC or Felicio or somebody like that. But if you do something like that with a seven man in this kind of a game, I think it's a good, uh, a good approach. Just make sure you get some differentiators in that stack. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they have a next man up mentality and all that. And they're not going to hear any, like your season's over because McCollum and Nurkic, McCollum may come back possibly for playoffs, but uh, they are currently uh, tied for third with Houston. Uh, you know, jockeying for position there. I don't think Lillard's resting. I, I think Lillard's going to play a reasonable, reasonable amount of minutes. And, you know, there's a, you know, it's an Allen game. They didn't play yesterday. They're not playing tomorrow. The only teams on a back-to-back today are the Wizards, the Lakers, and the Bulls. Uh, nobody in the front end for what it's worth as well. Uh, what about the fringe players, you know, as far as other guys getting slight minutes boost? Amino, Harkless are the two I think are most interesting. Of course, you've seen Curry get a boost. Uh, he's been the one that benefited most with McCollum out, but the price is adjusted. So he's not as appealing, but I think he's certainly in your pool. If you're running out 150 lineups. Uh, what about the secondary pieces on Portland? Who's your favorite? What I'm having a hard time with is there's too many of them that I don't feel good about. <laughs> like um, I think Harkless and the Minu are the ways I would probably just lean. Mm-hmm. Other guy, but I don't, I, at these prices, like I don't want to play Seth at this price quite, but I think he's probably like a, a guy who's a definitely going to have some ownership, definitely in play. I just don't think I'm going to go that route personally. 
I think I'm going to take a chance with the the massive upside from the other guys. I still think that if this game's close, the usage is mostly going to go through Lillard and Cantor. But if you're not playing Lillard or Cantor, I think playing a guy like Curry, you know, there's a still upside like just uh, for his usage, you know, and add Nurkic out of there, it's probably going to help him even a little bit more. But it's Lillard and Cantor mostly for me with uh, with Harkless and Aminu sprinkled in. I'm I'm sort of leaving Layman and Collins and all those guys alone. I just don't know which way to go. Um, I, and any, anybody, Rodney Hood or Seth Curry could get hot like and take up some extra – like there's just a lot of bodies still, even though they've had these guys out. So they have a, they have a lot of these in-betweeners. Um, they lost a guy who's going to eat up some of the usage, but those guys who are playing the minutes, like – I mean, sorry, the minutes are probably still going to be spread out. It's just going to be a little higher usage for the guys playing. Yeah, that's right. I think Amino and Harkless get, Harkless get the bumps there. Layman, I'm with you, probably – not going to be on Layman. He may draw the start. I don't think I care so much. And Curry's really hurt by being a guard, just from a lineup construction perspective. Uh, all right, let's move on. Washington Phoenix two thirty one is the total. Big total. Uh, Phoenix is two point. Uh, it's a two point dog here. All right, it's high and it's tight. We should be intrigued. Uh, the Washington side. Uh, we have Ariza not playing. He played yesterday and just he got knocked out like in the middle of the well, the second half. I believe Jeff Green uh, drew this drew the start. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, what are you doing as far as the Wizards? Bryant was kind of uh, busted as chalky yesterday. Of course, the matchup pretty good, and the minutes are fairly reasonable. I think he played 28 or so. I would imagine he draws to start once again. They said he was going to start the rest of the season. Uh, Troy Brown was disappointing, I would say. Didn't get as many minutes as I anticipated. Uh, Beal, they've been pulling back his minutes to some degree, no longer playing 40, but you might get 36, 37, 38. I will say, uh, you know, who knows? I, I would not be shocked if Beal gets rested tonight. Give this guy a rest. Weird fe- for the first time, I've had this feeling about him. Like, and I'm the guy who just always plays Beal and laughs at anyone who questions, like, why wouldn't you play Beal? Obviously, you play Beal. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, it's a great play. Yeah, no, always. But like, no, in general, like in, in like 9K, like on this slate, I'm looking at it like I'm like he could easily be the highest scoring player on this slate. But second of a back-to-back, even in LA last night, like when they were down sort of big towards the end of the third, they didn't do that thing that they had been doing, which is basically leaving him in for the entire third and fourth quarters. I know they're talking about giving him less minutes. Second of a back-to-back, they're basically clinched that they were out of the playoffs last night. They were out of it anyway, but it really yeah. didn't shit. Um, but if he plays, like just even plays the game, he's so – the upside is so high, and the ownership is going to be so like so much lower than it, I think, it, that people realize. Um, actually, I guess that's going to be what should determine it. Like, I don't know, man. It I, probably I, depends on your shopping. Like, I, I don't think I'm locking him in on, like, on a FanDuel site or like, a fan draft like, where you have to kind of make your decisions at, at 8 o'clock on the East Coast tonight and kind of sit, sit around and wait for a few hours. Of course, you know, late swap, you can take advantage of that and – Again, I'm not saying he's I, not. You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say I, I, I think you take the gamble. Like, the guy's still playing for a top three all-NBA spot. That does matter, man, in a huge, huge way financially to these guys. I just feel like he's going to go out there and, and try to play, like, as much as he can. Like, he's probably on the outside looking into Kemba right now, and it's really close between the two of them. Does he have a realistic shot of getting that? I haven't done the math on that. Like, who else? He's been spectacular. Like, just because you don't win games, it's not his fault they don't win all these games. Oh, I'm not saying this was – I'm just trying to go through the body. So I'm trying to think who yeah, would it's be – it's basically the last – they're basically on the last the last guys for the third team that it would be come down to. Yeah. So um, it, it basically would mean an extra $30 million to each of their salaries. Yeah, we talked about this with Kat the other day, and I think Kat's got a real chance to be a third team as far as center. I'm just not really sure where Beal is in that conversation. 
No, he's right there for the guard. I'm telling you, he's in the he's he's fighting for it. And you see what happens when these guys fight for it. Like that's partly why these minutes they keep playing all these minutes. And the idea that LeBron may not, you know, may not have people were talking about it potentially not making it, I think is the reason he still plays in some of the games, even. Like, I really think that's a big deal to these guys, both contract-wise, not for LeBron, it doesn't matter, but and just all, all reputation. Like that's how people are measured in NBA circles is by all NBA teams. Uh Portis or Parker? Portis or Parker? Portis. Why? Uh, I like the bigs. I think he might play some five tonight against Aiton. Uh, I like bigs against Phoenix. I think that Portis has more upside. He, they both have a lot of upside. I think Portis I would give the little bit of the edge to because I see him playing a little bit more of that five role. I guess that's really basically it. Um, I, I tend to be a more of a – I like both of them in general. I like Parker more as a real-life you know, potential future player, even though he's been let down so far to people in his career. I think he still has potential. Um, I don't know. I, I think Portis gets the slight edge. And honestly, I'm not in love with either of them, but I will sprinkle a tiny bit of them in. Were you on Bryant last night? And uh, will you continue, continue to go back on tonight despite being a little bit disappointing? Yeah, I ha- I'll have some of them tonight. I was also pivoted on to the other guys last night a little bit. Um, I think that it's okay to play him. Uh, Game flow could change things. Like, I still think it's a good spot for him. Like, look, one of the, the thing, the thing that the argument for is that Portis and Bryant both can get a little handy. They can get foul trouble and it immediately makes the other guys like so much better of a play. Um, but yeah, I like, I'm okay with Bryant. I like him. I just don't think he's, I'm not like highly prioritizing him. So uh, Devin Booker, you know, we saw last, we saw the upside last time, worst possible matchup. We're not, not necessarily, but it's not, like, not a great matchup against Utah. He absolutely crushed, put up what, almost almost 60 real-life points. Um, he almost got 60. Who was it preventing him from getting the 60? It was uh, – oh, Jim Burnett kept chucking in Utah. He wanted to make the fans get excited for uh, have flashbacks back to his BYU days. Um, where do we have Booker? I think Booker and Aiton are pretty strong plays here against Washington, obviously. Um, you know, fastest pace here. Not a very uh, – it's an ineptitude uh, defense here as far as the Washington side. Uh, how much are we prioritizing Booker? Again, the tricky part is all the guards, there's all this guard value. And, and when you start building lineups, it's like, well, there's only so many guard slots you have available. And if, you know, we like Lillard, and if we like all these guards in Chicago, if we want to get a sprinkle of Westbrook, if you like some Connolly, if you want to play some Beal, uh, you know, it's hard to work everybody in. Uh, well, what's your thoughts as far as Booker and, and then talk about Aiton as well? Yeah, I like the idea of making like at least a couple of Booker Beal stacks. Um, I like Aiton a ton. I think that like we've seen what big bigs can do. Look at JaVale last night against this Washington team, but we've seen it a million times. Um, I think Aiton could go nuts here. I don't mind playing Booker and Aiton together and running it back with Beal if you wanted to go that route with a later game, the stacking, you know, then using the value from Chicago and Portland. Um, but yeah, like I think that those, these are top level plays. It is interesting, like with Booker, like I'm a little surprised that our ownership projections have him don't have him a little bit higher. I know it's because you can pay up and he's, he's been rising continually throughout the day. But if he was like at like 40 percent owned or got to that level, I think you're talking about more of a fade than a play. Like he had to score 59 real life points to get 71 fantasy points. That's not like, you know, I mean, again, still he got had a monster game, all that. But that's a lot, lot to ask for from a guy. And uh it's a weird it's team to do it against. So Washington yields a ton it of is, again. That's a great team, perfect team, perfect situation. That's why I'm surprised he's not more like in that range, which is why he's still high on my board. But like, if he gets that high of a, that highly owned, like, I don't mind forgetting about it and, pl- and shifting my ownership in this game more over to eight. 
Yeah, and I'm still able to play them both too. And I prefer Aiton as well, dollar for dollar. And I think Aiton's a pretty good pivot off of Cantor as well. Of course, you can roster them both depending on where you're playing. Uh, anybody else that's you know, like Bridges plays a ton of minutes, but he's kind of you know not very good right now. Uh, Bender is just terrible. He he might play 28 minutes, but he plays 28 of the worst minutes possible. Uh, it's hard to get excited about anybody else for me. Uh, you know, can you sell me on another son besides the big two? Rashawn Holmes on FanDuel. <laughs> yeah, as a punt and or yeah. Bender on FanDuel, like maybe you know. Yeah. Or, because oh, Power I actually think that this is the kind of matchup that Bridges could like. But the problem is him like exploding is like for like 34 fantasy points, not his price. That's not even that exciting. <laughs> like, um, he probably gets to near 30 though. Like he just, it's a good matchup for him. It's an up pace game. Like he's, it'll help him find shots, which is not his thing is creating like a play in the up and down flow. Um, although I don't know how quick Washington's going to want to play after on the back to back and sort of their season being ended. But um, yeah, I mean, like I like, I think Bridges is a long shot play. That's probably worth a look. Got about 12 minutes or so before you step aside and get out of here. The hammer, the Lakers, and Utah, we'll talk about it in a second. Of course, crunch time closes out uh, the broadcast. They come on after us. Well, bottom of the hour. I guess it'll be 7.30. All you up to lock in. And they extend beyond lock and answer questions for late swap as well. You got Andy. You got JSU. You got Roth. Uh, Lakers, Utah, 217 is the total. Utah is a 16 and change as far as the favorite here against the Lakers in the back-to-back and travel without LeBron. Uh, without LeBron, there's a couple other things we don't know just yet, right? Chandler's officially out, Hart's out, Bullock is questionable, and Muscala is questionable. You know, look, man, this is your team. You tell me what to do here. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to do with the Lakers. Like Rondo, in theory, should be yeah. good, but I don't know what they're doing with him. Yeah, I think Rondo is completely fine as a one-off play. Um, I hate. I mean, they're going to get smoked. Like, yeah. <laughs> Um, I think KCP is in play. Like, this is not a joke. Like, when he gets through these little shooting stretches, you got to take advantage. I, I mean, I had a, played a ton of them last night. Unfortunately, wasn't enough to save my rosters. But, like, you beat the Jazz with the three ball anyway. Like, the way he's shooting it, like, he's shooting, like, every time he has a look. Like, with I think Rondo and KCP. And then, like, because if you want to play one guy from Utah and you want to run it back with – like, you could do that. And then, again, use the Portland-Chicago game as value – um because no one's gonna play Gobert he's gonna smash I don't think you play McGee here I really don't um you think Bogger gets a more run or like it's a tiny bit of run I think that uh Wagner could get more run uh I think that Gobert will do enough to limit a lot of those putbacks and lobs near the rim that he takes advantage of on everyone else I I just don't think that it's is a good like spot to, to play on personally um so you're is it a trick question i was gonna ask you your favorite lakers kcp the weird thing is like you know he's a free agent and then a year i wouldn't think he would resign so they're not married to him but they have nobody else to play he's so there's no client man <laughs> oh is that is that important i don't know Bro, that's that's everything with the that's that's why all of these guys are here man this is why lebron killed our roster which we don't have time for in general so i'm not gonna get into it but like this is why kcp is making all this money and we don't have julius randall here like there, well, that's a little bit of a different one, but still, there's a lot of issues with. Anyway, I think Did they offer uh, Randall a contract. They'll, they'll, let him, they'll let him play. They'll let him play. Yeah. Well, also because well, I guess depends. Davis I suppose is agent. So they're all together. Like they're everything's connected. They want to keep everything good with all the clutch people. Um, what if Bullock plays? Does that hit KCP enough for you to you to back down? Uh, not if he started. Well. Actually, I don't really mind if he's not starting. 
you're just taking shots on him anyway. Like you're not going to make him a core play. So you're just taking shots. So you just leave him in the same amount, no matter what. Is Kuzma not as good as we think he is? Yes. I've been saying this forever. He's not as good as anyone thinks he is. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. I was praying for them. I think he is pretty good, but I've been praying for them. He's probably gonna have a big game tonight. So I've been praying for them to trade him because I, I felt like he was the one who had his peak level, like, between last year and this year like and last year for that trade they made midseason I actually was hoping they were going to trade Kuzma instead of Nance not that I prefer don't prefer Kuzma as a player over Nance just that the stock was higher on Kuzma that you could have got a lot more back I felt like um but yeah he's the guy I'm not as interested in he's also older than these other guys are so people forget like oh why does he look so professional like in season he's a couple years older than these other you know Alonzo and Ingram and these guys so anyway uh not as big of a Kuzma fan in real life I think he's the worst defensive player not named LeBron and regular season um anyway I, i'm not playing kuzma tonight i get it i'm just not gonna go there. what are you doing with the jazz i just want to mention lance is probably the best the best play uh in this game he's sort of blowout proof and has enough upside because he'll just take control when he's on the court um probably like you don't play him in a lineup with rondo but you probably play him in lineups without him yeah he can play up to like 25 30 minutes or so if the, the injuries kind of crack his way and Especially if Bullock is out. That's the one. The, if Bullock's out, and along with LeBron being out, like, let's go, Lance Stevenson. He just wants to strum the guitar. He doesn't care if the score is, like, Utah by 70. <laughs> he just wants to chuck his threes, play the guitar, and he's good to go. Uh, like, the Jazz, these are good matchups. And, like, Mitchell's going to be lost in the slate. Nobody's going to play Donovan Mitchell. Uh, I think Rubio's going to be lost as well, too. He keeps speaking to how strong uh, the guard, uh, you know, just as, as a position is. So what do we do with Utah? If we just think it's going to blow out, I suppose you can make a little mini game stack, like your sixth or seventh or eighth lineup, like just in case. But we really don't think the Lakers keep us close, do we? No, probably not. But like, you can play like, uh, I'm trying to think of a smaller bet pay down. There's not really one in the previous the other seven thirty. Um, I don't know. I don't like this game to stay close. I still think some some of these guys probably get there. I would lean with Gobert. And I don't mind like a mini stack and hope they keep it close enough for at least a little while. If you're going to play like Rondo or, or, and or KCP, although I would suggest you probably just play one. I play one. I don't know. You could play any of these starters, but for me, it's mostly Gobert than Mitchell. Um, I'm sorry, Gobert than favors than Mitchell. Let's knock out some questions from chat. Uh, we promised them some time. There are some questions lined up. Some of them real, some of them legit. Some of them I think you're just having fun. I'm not really sure. Uh, this is probably somewhere in the middle. Is is Lames Larden better than Steph Curry? Is who? I guess that's James Harden. They're trying to they're trying to say James Harden no. is lame and Pat Larden. When will the lag be fixed? Hopefully, it's fixed. We're, we're powering through. We apologize. Uh, you know, we're doing our best here. Am I invited to Mangone's wedding? I would assume so. I don't want to be a groomsman though. I don't want I don't want the bias. Like, a, you know, don't but make is this real. Mangone is getting married. I, I don't know what's happened. There's a lot don't, of things that happened with that. This feels like I feel like we're getting messed with. <laughs> you just, congratulations, though, just in case. No, I, I want to hear this for sure. I don't want to fake congratulate someone. I'll give them a real one or no, no congratulations at all. <laughs> Favorite power forward not named Paul George or just George? <sighs> Jesus, that's a really good question. On DraftKings, yikes. Definitely the one I'm using the most is Paul George, and I don't even love Paul. Like I said, I still think he's hurt. I just – I hate the position. You can pay up – again, you can pay down a guard, so it makes it so easy. Um, I think, like, you can take shots at the price Durant is on him, but it just feels so gross. It's 
I think that the answer is probably you're looking to like pay down. You can play a Minu there. I'm sorry, you can play a Harkless there. You can play if you're paying up a guard. It really just depends on how your roster is going. Because honestly, it is mostly Paul George and then paying down for me. I'm pulling up my uh, my the expert rankings. I want to see where I'm at, where the consensus is at as far as power forward uh, on DK. We had a we, basically it's consensus that Paul George is number one. Thomas Bryant, I think, was the, the second option there. Oh uh, yeah, he's the other. I I don't have as much of him myself, but I get it. Uh, we got a twofer: Booker and Paul George versus Dame and Durant. Booker and Paul George. So the tricky thing with Paul George is going to be so heavily owned because. You just have all this money, and it's like, oh, it's not like a great matchup, but he, he satisfies a bad position. It's like, okay, I guess I'll play Paul George because, you know, at some point raw points matter, uh, and it, the position's just kind of weak. And I don't, I don't know if I have a like. The, I'm not sure you're like. I think he'll be owned, but I think these guys are all going to be like probably pretty close. Like, because you got Westbrook, and then you get into, do you really want to play those two guys together against Indy? Like, I don't know. It's just, I'm not so sure he's going to be. Like he's not like he's going to be like fifty percent owned or something. All right, maybe I'm wrong. What, what, we have it projected at twenty six percent and change. Of course, that's uh, the projections are fluid; they're always changing depending on new information coming in. Uh, all the way up the lock. Uh, scrolling down, trying to knock out a few more questions before you step aside and get out of here. Let's see. Uh, can you play both Portis and Parker in the same tournament lineup? That's an interesting question. I, I, they're supposed to want to play against those guys together to see. I mean, why not? Because Parker, they have what, a $20 million team option on them next year? Uh, Portis and Porter, can you play them together in tournaments? If Beal was out, yes. Otherwise, I don't think I would. I get it. They definitely take away from each other completely, entirely, even if they're on the court at the same time. They, they are usage monsters who take away from Beal, too. Like, <laughs> so it's like, I, I, I'm not going to do it. I, but I, again, if you want to go ahead, it's just not, I don't think it's the right build. Another twofer, you got Lance and Dame versus Shaq and Booker. Lance and Dame, Shaq and Booker. Um, Shaq and Booker. It's always going to be one of the – I don't really – I'm having a really hard time fading Shaq Harrison at all. And it's partly because, like, as high owned as he's going to be, it's not as high as he should be. He should be, like, 75% owned. It says QQ watch Survivor tonight. I don't watch like any reality shows. But that's the one reality show I watch. I like Survivor. You watch the Survivor? I used to. I think a lot of people used to watch it. They don't watch it anymore. It's still really good. It holds up. I nice. think so. And maybe if I get really bored, I'll catch up one of these years. <laughs> uh, would you be surprised if the Grizzlies kept this game close? Uh, no, we, I think neither was. The Warriors just seem to kind of go through the motions. I think this is close to keep this close for sure. The Warriors rope a dope, right? They're just kind of bored. They want to get. They want to get to the playoffs. I'm gonna try to go hard on this one. Like, first of all, I always struggle in Memphis in general, but also because of what's been happening with them, I think they'll try and go hard. But they're just dysfunctional right now as a unit. Like, they're they're still good enough to where it doesn't matter. They'll win games. Like, but they need to win this one. This is they're, they're tied for first. They may not have home court advantage throughout the play uh, throughout the Western Conference. Um, that's just funny. Like, anyway, I, I if I were them, I would. I'd imagine they're trying to win it hard, but I still think that. Memphis is playing tough right now, and I think they hang in this one. Nothing says uh, March 27th, uh, NBA DFS, like this question. Felicio or Samson at the utility spot? <laughs> I like Samson a little bit better because they seem to always just never let Felicio quite go beyond with minutes, but he can get there in a few minutes. 
Um, but the upside is you can play him at center, which actually is a little weaker than point guard and guard today. So they're both good positions, but I think that I would probably uh, go with Samson. Hammer in chat is asking Ginger or Marianne. You're just outing yourself. How old are you, Hammer? That's the most dated question. Do you, know, do you understand what Marianne is? Yeah, I'm trying to remember the, which one. I, I know which one. I can't remember which one my answer was. Like, I yeah. think one's a blonde and one's a brunette. I don't know which one's which. I don't the know. One, no, it's the redhead and the brunette. It's the brunette, oh. whichever one that one is. I think it's Ginger. I don't know which one's which. Uh, well, Marianne was the redhead. Sorry, go ahead. But, I mean, how old are you if you ask? We can't update that. There's got to be an update to that question. Uh, one more before we step aside and get out of here. Give me this one. We kind of touched on it earlier. Maybe they missed it. Harkless or Aminu? Harkless. All right, that's the show. We got crunch time coming up next. There was an awkward pause there for no particular reason. Crunch time. You got my guy. Oh yeah, who's your guy? We gotta go, but yeah, who's your guy? Mike Conley. I like it. Uh, I did want to say again, watch our baseball show tomorrow. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Can't wait for baseball myself with Pepsi. Eleven o'clock in the morning, and uh, there'll be shows later on in the day as well for the night slate. He's Bobby. I'm Dean. Stay tuned for crunch time. We're out of here. Holler. 